Hi, I'm Joel Brzezinski with the Grace Roots podcast at graceroots.org. Did you know that your salvation is not dependent upon your ability to keep and maintain promises to God, but it's based upon something greater than you and, and greater than me? Imagine that, something that's greater than you and me, that of course would be God himself and his promises, specifically a promise that he made to Abraham that he would carry through many years later through Jesus Christ. In Galatians three fourteen, it says, it talks about that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, not just the Jews, but also the Gentiles. So in other words, everyone from the whole world can receive this blessing, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And he goes on in Galatians 3.18, he says, For if the inheritance is of the law, in other words, if it's of our works and the things that we do, then it is no longer of promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. And in Hebrews, this talk about the promise made to Abraham is really highlighted. Hebrews 6.13, For when God made a promise to Abraham, since he had no one greater by whom to swear... He swore by himself, saying, surely I will bless you and multiply you. So again, there we have that God is the greatest thing ever, and he had nobody greater that he could swear by. People, in verse 16 of Hebrews 6, for people swear by something greater than themselves. You know, like, I swear to God that this will happen, or I swear by this or that. People will swear by things to show that, hey, I'm making an oath, I'm swearing by something greater than myself. But God has nothing greater than himself to swear by, so he swore by himself. God swearing by himself, making an oath. So this salvation thing, this promise of the Spirit, this promise of eternal life is received not because of our promises and our abilities to fulfill them and carry them out, but it's by God's promise. Verse 17 of Hebrews 6, So when God desired to show more convincingly to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable character of his purpose, he guaranteed it with an oath, so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie... So two unchangeable things. There we have, again, God, because he had nothing greater to swear upon, swore by himself, two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. We who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope set before us. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf. So our hope, our steadfast hope that we can have is not based upon a promise that we make to God. God, I promise to you that I will do this. I promise that I will carry through on this. No, God made a promise, and that promise is sure. It makes it so that we can be sure and steadfast. We have a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope, a hope, it says here, that enters into the inner place behind the curtain where Jesus has gone. So our hope is in what Jesus has done, where Jesus has gone, the promise that God has made. Our hope is not in ourselves. Our hope is not in our ability to keep the law or to do good works. Good works are great, but our salvation, our steadfastness, our surety, our hope is not in that, but it's in God's promise. I'm Joel Brzezinski with the Grace Roots Podcast at graceroots.org.